0: everyone and welcome to God's Plan, Your Part. A podcast where our goal is to read the entire Bible in a year seeking to understand God's plan of redemption while discovering daily and practically your part in it. Hey guys, welcome back. Today we're looking at Ezekiel chapter 22 and 23. What's interesting about today is it kind of helps to answer some questions that I was dealing with or kind of sifting through yesterday when I was thinking about some of the the sins that were being committed, by God's people. So oftentimes I think of idol worship as being the most prominent sin, but there were so many other sins that were being, that were happening at the same time that are mentioned and kind of just like called out in chapter 22, which is really helpful for me uh, because some of these things, honestly, are things that not all of them, but are things that we also deal with today. Um these are things that really catch us um in our own lives and I think we can somewhat relate to some of these things that are going on in this chapter. Um so it's not so far off that it's just this idol worship that was going on that was that God was judging them for. So interesting. I think
1: I think that that is a common question that people have like wow they just really liked bowing down to wooden animals, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, And actually, what's an interesting question in my mind is what came first? Because if you look over chapter 22, which we always encourage you to do so, um, I just started like underlining and circling sins that were called out and groups that were called out. So if you if you were able to see someday you will when we actually do this on video <laughs> if you were able to see what my Bible looks like just from chapter twenty two as Jenny as uh, or as we were reading it I forget yeah as Jenny was reading it I was just underlining and circling like I have so many underlines and circles um, it's like you bent de- you were bent on shedding blood you were extortioners against people you were profaning sabbaths. You were uncovering nakedness. Uh, You were taking bribes. There's another call out for extortion. There's disregarding Sabbaths. There's robbery. There's oppression. There's extortion again. There's no justice. I mean, there's a lot of sins called out in just one chapter, and it's like almost this exhaustive list. Mm -hmm. And so the question in my mind is, were they worshiping idols first, or were they Were they doing all these evil things first or did it kind of occur all together? And I think what kind of gets my mind thinking that way is that in the ancient world, first of all, believing that there was only one God was like very crazy. Like most people did not see the world that way. Pretty much no one saw the world that way, except for God's people, the Israelites. The reason that people did not worship just one God is because they worshiped all these various different gods of various different issues. So if you were super into weird sexual things, you would go and worship these gods by doing crazy sexual things. Mm -hmm. If you wanted to um, have better crops you would go and worship a god that promised better crops if you wanted more money you would go and worship a god that would give you more money and so it's almost like this weird uh spiritual stamp put on pretty common sinful temptations that we experience today and and really i think you know we're not going and bowing down to gods that will give us more money although sometimes we do um kind of this postmodern age has given us all the sins without any of the gods. So it's easy to look at the idolatry and think, well, I'm not carving up calves and, you know, casting little metal figures, even though that still happens today. Most of us are not falling into those sins, but we're falling into the sins that those gods represent. Yeah. And so don't separate yourself from these people and think, well, I don't have any golden calves in my neighborhood. Think about, the things that they were doing that was drawing them to worship those things, because we still struggle with those things. There's Mm -hmm. definitely still all kinds of crazy sexual sin all around us. There's definitely still extortion and selfishness all around us. There's definitely still oppression of like not well represented groups all around us. So you can read Ezekiel 22 and you can be like, man, I'm kind of nervous about where we're at. I was just going
0: to say, it kind of freaks me out a little bit. Like, shoot, we've come to a place where so many things are permissible anymore because it's like, well, I'm living my life and you can live yours. That, like, what is right? What is wrong anymore? And there have been instances throughout history where God's people have been in similar boats and he, like, completely destroys them. So it's, like, freaky. You
1: know, I'll tell you a crazy parallel that I've been thinking about. And this is, like kind of controversial. But the one of the extreme sins that they were doing is they were killing their kids
0: mm-hmm.
1: and sacrificing their kids to idols. Well why were they doing that? Well they they assumed that if they killed their kids and sacrificed them to whatever idol it was, that they would gain some kind of success, some kind of prosperity, some kind of wealth mm-hmm. if they killed their kids, that would enable them to pursue that better option. How is that not similar to abortion and the message that surrounds it? Like, hey, I mean, it's, it's, you can look it up. Like there are so many people that are like, well, I can't, I can't sacrifice my career to this. I can't, you know, I can't afford this. I can't, you know, so we sacrifice children to the God of success. And I know that's like a little bit, you know, some of you might, I might be rubbing you a little bit the wrong way. That's not my intent, but. There's a lot of similarities here mm-hmm. that we're not quite willing to recognize. And we we do. We need to be really, really, really careful.
0: Yeah. So I was just looking through this list and it was helpful to me because I think sometimes we do box up the Israelites as those big dummies that didn't listen to God and worshipped little tiny idols or big giant idols Uh, But we can do the same thing if with idols that may not have a physical form, but have like serious lasting impacts in our souls and our minds and our hearts. So that was helpful for me. I don't know if you want to dig any more into that or there's just there's
1: just so much stuff that we should be aware. Like, for example, they're they're known as a people uh, bent on shedding blood. Because they want to gain things Mm -hmm. like you can't tell me that. There's not lots of shedding of blood for personal gain.
0: A lot of it is selfish versus selfless. Yes. And we can all fall into it for sure. But a lot of the things in this list, this list is just taking on your own selfish wants, ambitions, whatever, at the expense of someone else.
1: Father and mother are treated with contempt. Yeah. Have you heard any situations or scenarios like that? Yes. Just watch any <laughs> cartoon. Um,
0: <laughs> I the, go,
1: the, the fatherless and the widow are wronged within you have you heard any stories of fatherless children being like just disappearing into nothingness so that they can be taken advantage of of course you have like don't don't make Ezekiel something that's like well yeah that's like some old dusty story it's like wow actually this it's applicable to us today mm-hmm. I guess like I, I might be erring on talking about it too much but It's not something that's not a problem. It remains a problem. And that the root of the problem is that we're not obeying the voice of the Lord. We're not listening to the statutes. What we talked about yesterday, like when you obey God's law, you live and your life is well. It's not restrictive. It's not demeaning. It's actually life-giving. And so we just need to continue to encourage people, um, I think, on a one-on-one basis. Like you, you, you fight this fight one life at a time to turn from your wicked ways and pursue life that is life in Christ. So then in uh, 23, and I don't want to, I feel like I'm already getting long, so I apologize. But 23 talks about these two women that are sisters, Ohala and Oholaba. Um, it's basically Israel in the north and Judah in the south. And probably the the biggest thing, there's probably two big takeaways. One, they're both wicked. They both are drawn to lustful relationships with wicked people. So Israel in the north is drawn to the Assyrians. And what's crazy is that when the Assyrians devour Israel, the, the chapter actually says, and we've heard this before, that Judah becomes even more wicked. Like they see the judgment happen. And instead of being like, whoa, we need to turn away from our sin. They're actually like, wow, we're going to be even worse than that because these Babylonians are hot. <laughs> it's pretty weird. <laughs> uh, and I mean, if you don't believe me, read it for yourself. It's It's kind of an odd chapter. Uh, but the the point of the chapter is there is no end to the wickedness they're willing to pursue. And so ultimately, and this is the theme of the book, there will be judgment. There will be destruction because God has given extensive opportunities to turn from sin and they just refuse to take it.
0: So I guess something today is to reflect on your own heart, your own life. Some of these things that are like so obvious in this chapter that may be creeping in on your own life or things around you or things that you know of that you can speak into or even just, like, challenge yourself to, to not separate yourself so far from the faults of the past of God's people and how maybe your life um, can reflect some of those things in ways that maybe you're just not really thinking about. Um, but ask God to help reveal those things. Maybe there's, like, pride in your heart or things that you are... Um, considering yourself better than others or um, treating others with like the respect or not with the respect that they are due or um, just any of those things that can just really creep in and become an idol without the physical form. So I would just encourage you to pray to God today, ask him to reveal those things to you and really strive to um, not allow that to be an idol that you are like shackled to. So... Thanks for joining us again for Ezekiel today. We'll see you back for some more Ezekiel tomorrow.
1: Thanks so much for listening to our take today. Before we get into the reading, if we could just ask you one thing. uh, If you've been enjoying the podcast, if you could subscribe to us and then leave a rating and review, we'd love to hear from you. And every rating we get helps us reach more people. Ultimately, we're just trying to reach people with the truth of God's word, and your review will help us do that. So thanks so much for being invested in the podcast. Here's the reading for today.
0: Ezekiel chapter 22 And the word of the Lord came to me, saying, And you, son of man, will you judge? Will you judge the bloody city? Then declare to all of her abominations, You shall say, Thus says the Lord God, a city that sheds blood in her midst, so that her time may come, and that it makes idols to defile herself. You have become guilty by the blood that you have shed, and defiled by the idols that you have made. And you have brought your days near, the appointed time of your years has come. Therefore I have made you a reproach to the nations, and a mockery to all the countries. Those who are near and those who are far from you will mock you. Your name is defiled. You are full of tumult. Behold, the princes of Israel in you, everyone according to his power, have been bent on shedding blood. Father and mother are treated with contempt in you. The sojourner suffers extortion in your midst. The fatherless and the widow are wronged in you. You have despised my holy things and profaned my sabbaths. There are men in you who slander to shed blood, and people in you who eat on the mountains. They commit lewdness in your midst. In you, men uncover their father's nakedness. In you, they violate women who are unclean in their menstrual impurity. One commits abomination with his neighbor's wife, Another lewdly defiles his daughter-in-law. Another in you violates his sister, his father's daughter. In you they take bribes to shed blood. You take interest and profit, and you make gain of your neighbors by extortion. But me you have forgotten, declares the Lord God. Behold, I strike my hand at the dishonest gain that you have made, and that the blood that has been in your midst, can your courage endure? Or can your hands be strong in the days that I shall deal with you? I, the Lord, have spoken, and will do it. I will scatter you among the nations, and disperse you through their countries. And I will consume your uncleanness out of you. And you shall be profaned by your own doing in the sight of the nations. And you shall know that I am the Lord. And the word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, the house of Israel has become dross to me. All of them are bronze and tin and iron and lead in the furnace. They are of dross of silver. Therefore thus says the Lord God, Because you have all become dross, therefore, behold, I will gather you into the midst of Jerusalem. As one gathers silver and bronze and iron and lead and tin into a furnace to blow the fire on it in order to melt it, so I will gather you in my anger and in my wrath, and I will put you in and melt you. I will gather you and blow on you with the fire of my wrath, and you shall be melted in the midst of it. As silver is melted in a furnace, so you shall be melted in the midst of it, and you shall know that I am the Lord. I have poured out my wrath upon you. And the word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, say to her, You are a land that is not cleansed or rained upon in the day of indignation. The conspiracy of her prophets in her midst is like a roaring lion, tearing the prey they have devoured human lives they have taken treasure and precious things they have made many widows in her midst her priests have done violence and my law and oops. her priests have done violence to my law and have profaned my holy things they have made no distinction between the holy and the common neither have they taught the difference between the unclean and the clean and they have disregarded my Sabbaths so that I am profaned among them. Her princes in her midst are like the wolves tearing the prey, shredding blood, destroying lives to get dishonest gain. And her prophets have smeared whitewash for them, seeing false visions and divining lies for them, saying, Thus says the Lord when the Lord has not spoken. The people of the land have practiced extortion and committed robbery. They have oppressed the poor and the needy, and have extorted the sojourner without justice. And I sought a man among them, who should build up a wall and stand in the breach before me for the land, that I should not destroy it, but I found none. Therefore I have poured out my indignation upon them. I have consumed them with the fire of my wrath. I have returned their way upon their heads, declares the Lord.
1: Chapter 23 the word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, there were two women, the daughters of one mother. They played the whore in Egypt, they played the whore in their youth. There their breasts were pressed and their virgin bosoms handled. Oholah was the name of the elder, and Ohilaba was the name of her sister. They became mine, and they bore sons and daughters. As for their names, Oholah is Samaria, and Ohilaba is Jerusalem. Ohala played the whore while she was mine, and she lusted after her lovers. The Assyrians, warriors clothed in purple, governors and commanders, all of them desirable young men, horsemen riding on horses. She bestowed her whoring upon them, the choicest men of Assyria, all of them, and she defiled herself with all the idols of everyone after whom she lusted. She did not give up her whoring that she had begun in Egypt." For in her youth men had lain with her and handled her virgin bosom, and poured out their whoring lust upon her. Therefore I delivered into the hands of her lovers, into the hands of the Assyrians, after whom she lusted. These uncovered her nakedness, they seized her sons and her daughters, and as for her they killed her with the sword, and she became a byword among women, when judgment had been executed on her. Her sister, Ohilaba, saw this, and she became more corrupt than her sister, in her lust and in her whoring, which was worse than that of her sister. She lusted after the Assyrians, governors and commanders, warriors clothed in full armor, horsemen riding on horses, all of them desirable young men. And I saw that she was defiled. They both took the same way. But she carried her whoring further. She saw men portrayed on the wall, The images of the Chaldeans portrayed in vermilion, wearing belts on their waists with flowing turbans on their heads, and all of them having the appearance of officers, a likeness of Babylonians whose native land was Chaldea. When she saw them, she lusted after them and sent messengers to them in Chaldea. And the Babylonians came to her into the bed of love, and they defiled her with their whoring lust. And after she was defiled by them, she turned from them in disgust. When she carried on her whoring so openly and flaunted her nakedness, I turned in disgust from her, as I had turned in disgust from her sister. Yet she increased her whoring, remembering the days of her youth when she played the whore in the land of Egypt, and lusted after her lovers there, whose members were like those of donkeys, and whose issue was like that of horses. Thus you longed for the lewdness of your youth, when the Egyptians handled your bosom and pressed your young breasts. Therefore, O Holobah, thus says the Lord God, Behold, I will stir up against you your lovers from whom you turned in disgust, and I will bring them against you from every side: the Babylonians and all the Chaldeans, Picod and Shoah and Koah, and all the Assyrians with them, desirable young men, governors and commanders all of them, officers and men of renown, all of them riding on horses. And they shall come against you from the north with chariots and wagons and a host of peoples. They shall set themselves against you on every side with a buckler, a shield, and a helmet. And I will commit the judgment to them, and they shall judge you according to all their judgments. And I will direct my jealousy against you, that they may deal with you in a fury. They shall cut off your nose and your ears, and your survivors shall fall by the sword. They shall seize your sons and your daughters, and your survivors shall be devoured by the fire." They shall also strip you of your clothes and take away your beautiful jewels. Thus I will put an end to your lewdness and your whoring begun in the land of Egypt, so that you shall not lift up your eyes to them or remember Egypt any more. For thus says the Lord God, Behold, I will deliver you into the hands of those whom you hate, into the hands of those whom you turned in disgust, and they shall deal with you in hatred and take away all the fruit of your labor and leave you naked and bare, and the nakedness of your whoring shall be uncovered. Your lewdness of your whoring shall be uncovered. Your lewdness and your whoring have brought this upon you, because you played the whore with the nations, and defiled yourself with their idols. You have gone the way of your sister, therefore I will give her cup into your hand. Thus says the Lord God You shall drink your sister's cup, that is deep and large. You shall be laughed at and held in derision, for it contains much. You will be filled with drunkenness and sorrow, a cup of horror and desolation. The cup of your sister Samaria, you shall drink it and drain it out, and gnaw its shards, and tear your breasts, for I have spoken, declares the Lord God. Therefore thus says the Lord God, because you have forgotten me and cast me behind your back, you yourself must bear the consequences of your lewdness and whoring. The Lord said to me, Son of man, will you judge Oholah and Oholibah? Declare to them their abominations, for they have committed adultery, and blood is on their hands. With their idols they have committed adultery, and they have even offered up to them food for the children to whom they have borne me. Moreover this they have done to me. They have defiled my sanctuary on the same day and profaned my sabbaths. For when they had slaughtered their children in sacrifice of their idols, on the same day they came into my sanctuary to profane it. And behold, this is what they did in my house. They even sent for men to come from afar, to a messenger who was sent, and behold, they came." For them you bathed yourself, painted your eyes, and adorned yourself with ornaments. You sat on a stately couch, with a table spread before it, and with you had placed my incense and my oil. The sound of a carefree multitude was with her, and with men of the common sort drunkards were brought from the wilderness, and they put bracelets on the hands of women and beautiful crowns on their heads. Then I said of her who was worn out by adultery, now they will continue to use her for a whore, even her. For they have gone into her as men go into a prostitute. Thus they went into Ohala and Oholaba, lewd women. But righteous men shall pass judgment on them with the sentence of the adulteresses, and with the sentence of women who shed blood, because they are adulteresses, and blood is on their hands. For thus says the Lord God, Bring up a vast host against them, and make them an object of terror and plunder, and the host shall stone them and cut them down with their swords. They shall kill their sons and their daughters, and burn up their houses. Thus I will put an end to the lewdness in the land, that all women may take a warning and not commit lewdness as you have done. And they shall return your lewdness upon you, and you shall bear the penalty of your sinful idolatry, and you shall know that I am the Lord your God. Thanks so much for listening to God's Plan Your Part. If anything stuck out to you, if you have any questions, or if you'd like to receive a Bible, you can email us at godsplanyourpart at gmail.com. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, please consider supporting us through the link in our description. We love that you're on this journey with us, and we hope you have a great day. See you tomorrow.